Okay, so if we go back on the, at least my history on this, yeah, um, because clearly the, the, the situation has changed. But um, when I first became an SAP mentor, it became fairly obvious fairly quickly that licensing is a problem, okay? Um, developers were constantly complaining that they had to renew these 30-day licenses, 90-day licenses, whatever it was. So in essence, they had a, they had a perpetual free license for development purposes but they constantly had to go through this ruddy cycle, yeah? And eventually it became a topic in a, a mental conversation that I was having with a bunch of other guys um, and gals with Vishal. And he turned around to me and said, look, th this is a legal issue. I know that this is a legal issue. Talk to my legal team. I said, well, I don't have access to them. And he said, look, I'll get that sorted out for you. We duly did that. Went off into a huddle and they sat there very, very earnest, very intense, very interested, but basically they said, go away, right? And, and it was always positioned to me as being a potential problem around intellectual property, okay? And I said, well, that's solvable in software, surely. I mean, you know, this, this is not difficult stuff. I mean, I'm not a software developer in the way that you guys are, but I mean, to me, it was a fairly straightforward um, access and control issue. Um, but anyway, yeah, that, that was that. And, and, you know, the way, the, the way that it was put to me was that at the end of the day, this is a, this is a minor imposition. You guys can get on with it. Blah, 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 blah. But that issue just never went away, period. And it seems to have become more complicated than anything else. So that was where I picked it up from. And I, you know, I know that legal always has something to say. You know, anything that SAP does, legal has something to say about it. And, and while people have turned around to me and said, yeah, that's a distraction. Well, it may well be, but then on the other hand, legal is there to protect the board. And I get it because, you know, SAP doesn't exactly have a pristine history when it comes to certain issues. And I can understand why the board would be there to, to help them out, but this one just doesn't make any sense to me. So anyway. Um, Yelena, you, you had been banging on about this as it relates to um, the latest round of problems, which was why, one of the reasons why I picked this up again. So anyway, ball went into, kicked the ball into touch. About 25,000 people have looked at this story already. Two and a half, <laughs> 3,000 people have, uh, have, uh, have, have looked at it on LinkedIn or loads of people have liked it and various comments one thing or another. Yelena, over to you. What's your bit? Uh, so, like you said, uh, when, when legal gets involved, it's uh, never, <laughs> never really simple. Um, and um, it's interesting that you mentioned legal issues and um, control. And I saw in the comments many people, even before we opened discussion, even before this issue was resolved, many already jumped on kind of troubleshooting. What if someone decides to abuse this? What if someone decides to do something, but we cannot, we cannot live our life like that. If I go out, um, my whole life is uh, based on assumption that no one is going to just come and stab me. And um, it's, it's very easy to do, but people don't do that. So I believe we cannot start anything if we already jump to what if uh, it's very distracting. There is even a term about it, what aboutism. And I think it's it's really very much related to that. Um, I, I feel it it affects a lot of 
um, SAP steps, unfortunately. I do understand their concerns, but um, finding balance between being too cautious and just preventing you from doing anything, it's very important. Yeah, um, that's why we have license. That's why we right. license audits, right? Right. So I, ideally, I, I would like to developers to be treated as such. If someone wants me to sign something like some kind of affidavit saying, hey, I'm an SAP developer and this is, this is what I'm planning to do, that's fine. It's, it's very easy to accomplish. I have SAP accounts. Everyone can see I've been active as a developer for years and vast majority of the people in SAP ecosystems, they are equally transparent. Um, developers cannot be treated all as potential hackers. They cannot be also treated as customers. We normally do not buy things, not because we're greedy or, or something or we want to steal anything, but it's simply just not what we do. We want to get acquainted with technology. We want to make use of it. If we can create a product that we can sell, uh, it's obviously really great. But if we get to that point, there should be very easy tools that would allow us to do that. Um, and this is, was actually another point that was raised by uh, Tobias's blog that it's not just about trial accounts, it's not just about licensing, it's also about not being able to easily jump to the paid tier. And I think that's really where um, SAP is essentially just shooting themselves in the foot, I believe, and not supporting what they said before, how this should work and uh, what the, and even what their vision was. Matt, you were involved with a lot of these licensing things back in the day when you were working out of Aldorf, right? I, I was definitely part of the team that incubated the cloud platform or the in the early days, what, what became the cloud platform. And yeah, um, as I mentioned earlier, based on what Vishal wanted for HANA and the HANA developer edition, we, we said that's exactly what we need, right? In order to get maximum adoption, you need to scale up the, the ecosystem because if nobody can operate those technologies, nobody will use them. So, um, so that was clear. Uh, Vishal pushed uh, back on HANA back in the days. Um, I was part of the cloud platform team, which definitely at that time was nothing compared to HANA. So we had a little bit more wiggle room to, you know, not too much pressure. So that, that's when we said, okay, Jorgen, you, you pushed through the, the HANA developer edition. I want the same thing, Jorgen Schmerder, by the way. Um, I, I, I think we need the same thing for cloud platform. And then we talked to Bjorn. Bjorn understood that, yeah, you need to have this in place to, to get any type of adoption because the competition was already offering free developer editions as well. So if you put up a, gay, uh, a paywall on education in an open source mentality that we are living today, it doesn't work. So we said that's the, that's the minimum bar and then we got it going uh, and that was perpetual. So it, it was doable back in the days uh, with, with, the, with the original cloud platform idea, it was there. So it's, it, it's, it's, it has to work some way, right? Um, and, and, and so that was the beginning. Um, after a while, I, uh, it was not, not something that I had a lot of influence on, but uh, as it seems, they're working on something here, right? Just to be clear here, uh, Matt, 
Are we talking about Neo at this point? Yeah, 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 exactly. What, what was called Neo, now it's the cloud platform Neo environment. Uh, it came with a perpetual developer edition. Okay. And, and it was sunsetted, I think, a couple of weeks back. They announced that they will sunset this. Okay, so do, 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 why have they sunsetted it? Do you know? Again, now it's speculation because I'm not, I'm not inside SAP anymore. But for me, it would be logical to assume that it's part of their strategic directions more towards their Cloud Foundry-based environment and their Kima environment or Kuma environment, um, which they rolled out, which is their Kubernetes-based offering. And, and those two seem to get traction, seem to be more strategic, also from a multi-cloud perspective. So I would assume they're now trying to, yeah, um, accelerate on that front. Yeah. Okay. Have you heard anything specific on this at all, Yelena? Um, not with regards to the strategy. Obviously, I'm also I don't have any insider information. But um, yeah, it was um, just like Matt said. It, it was very clear to me that um, SAP strategy was towards Cloud Foundry and Neo kind of wasn't going anywhere. Um, it, it. I think some some of the messages not officially but some information started to trickle down a few years ago um i i wish maybe sap made made more clear announcements towards the strategy if they did then obviously many people missed it but um, yeah that, that seems to be a simple strategic move i mean i, I try to document it as much as i can right that was part of my job to just explain what we're doing and it's all out there on paper yes uh, some of it in blocks by, by me and my colleagues, some by the former CTO and other people. So it's definitely out there. Uh, Dick Hirsch, you know, had tip to him. He documented a lot of this stuff also from what he heard at the big show. So, yeah. Yeah, I've just heard many comments. Many people were surprised by this move. I wasn't personally, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it, it seemed to me that it maybe wasn't as broadly broadcasted. What I don't understand here is, is that if you're moving from one platform that isn't maybe getting traction to another platform which is aligned with the whole sort of open source stuff. Why would one platform that's failing be free for developers? Have I got that right? Free for developers? Yes, but the failing part is not, I don't want to let it stand like this. It's, it's more of the new environment was very SAP focused. It was using the established data center infrastructure by, by design. And that is the key differentiation here, right? That Neo was running on SAP data centers mm. from the get-go and was very successful. It's still a very successful product, um, but the Cloud Foundry stuff is running on the multi-cloud strategy, which is there for a long time has been the designated route for SAP to go. Okay, can yeah. somebody explain to me why this makes any difference? Because that's the bit that I genuinely do not understand. I mean, it's software for God's sake, isn't it? It's it's gone from one place to a few places. So what? Is that I don't understand the problem. Well, the way the way I perceive it, it may be kind of different uh, technology. So Neo was different in such a way that it probably just doesn't align with multi-cloud strategy, as Matthias said. And again, I'm also not really. Um, that type of expert myself, but that's just how I try to understand it for for myself. And um, it's it's just like for example, it maybe just outlived itself. I I don't know, or maybe it was related to running in SAP data centers. It's it's possible. But the way I perceive it, okay, it was good for the time. For some reason, 
not very clear to me either, but it's just outlived itself. Uh, so SAP wants to move on to Cloud Foundry and many other companies adopt the same. So I don't really see that part as, as an issue in, in itself. It, it happens all the time, kind of technology and platform rotation in IT. Yeah, yeah. what I'm trying to get uh -huh. to here is that I understand why you would move from Neo to Cloud Foundry. I uh -huh. completely get that. Mm -hmm. What I don't understand is why, why it suddenly becomes a licensing issue again. That's the bit that I really don't understand. Because if it wasn't a licensing issue with Neo, why would it be a licensing issue in Cloud Foundry? Because all you're really talking about here is the basis upon which things are going to be developed. Everything above that presumably would be similar, wouldn't it? Or wouldn't it? No, um, I would think so from a, I mean, what are the things you need to check from a legal perspective? And, and you're already saying licensing, but I think they gave us legal reasons, right? So it could okay. be all kinds of GDPR related stuff where the difference would be that you're now involving to a certain extent the hyperscalers in it, but you would need to have to be GDPR compliant for productive usage anyway. So I, I would say that's, that I see no reason there. Then IP, but again, IP is, is fairly similar. Um, uh, I, I don't see the reasons there. And then it's, yeah, what could it, else could it be? It could be cost drivers, complexity of operating this in a multi-cloud environment. I don't know, it's, it, it's but yeah, I, I it's it's hard to determine why why they should be different um, from from the UDN to cloud foundry for sure. See, see, for me, this 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 goes to the heart of so many problems that I see with SAP, right? And it comes back to at least from where I'm sitting is if it moves, tax it. And in order to tax it, I need a legal out, right? So I need a commitment. I need a contract. Constant, constant, constant. And at least from where I'm sitting, it's just one more example. Now, <laughs> if there's one way to shoot yourself in the face when it comes to developers, that's exactly it, isn't it, right? Um, I mean, I spoke to somebody yesterday who was the CIO of a large company, consolidated all of its systems globally onto a completely different platform. It, it was running SAP, Globio, Cispro, et cetera, et cetera. And what did he say to me? He said, anytime sales comes near me, I'm going to run a mile, right? You guys are smiling. I do exactly the same. I, I, I'm not going to be sold to. If I, want, if I want to talk to a salesperson, that's my decision, not yours, right? And, and yet but the commitment element that I'm seeing in this entire scenario is, well, it's, it's 20th, 20th century thinking. It's not 21st century kind of thinking, at least not in my view. Am I right or am I wrong? Or am I wrong? I no, no, no. I think that this is exactly the, the relation that I see because if you're changing the, the buying trigger to say, no, 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 I don't want sales approaching me, I approach sales. The question is how can you still, on the marketing side, on the sales side, influence your buying decision? And in an enterprise context, this is exactly what is at stakes because we want the developers to say, you know, then you know what is the best thing that I want to, to make your wildest dreams of the Dynamica successful? We need cloud platform. And, and that's, that's the play. And, and that's what I don't get. And, and, and for me, it's all connected to the much broader play at SAP, which is S4 conversion. Now, let's make this game. What is the number one designated integration technology for SAP these days? What are you hearing? 
What is it? You tell me. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> Yelena, what do I they say? Cloud, I don't know. Cloud integration, right? Right. And, and in the, I mean, what is the number one topic that was brought up by all the SAP user groups worldwide? Number one topic to focus on? Integration. So if integration is the battlefield and I want everybody to move to S4 and, and the cloud platform offers the integration technology of choice and the extension platform of choice, I mean, for, I mean, it does not make sense to not make every effort to maximize the skill set on those technologies for the broader SAP ecosystem because the time is ticking. I mean, 2027 is out there. Everything is delayed already with COVID. When do you want to start moving the masses to S4? And, and, and who's supposed to do it? The SIs, the vendors, everybody needs the skill set. And, and if, if I introduce a paywall or a hurdle or whatever it is to the one technology that's supposed to drive all this and help to drive all this, it just, yeah, I would, I mean, they, they said they're working on it and I'm pretty sure they will. Everything else makes no sense, but it's, it's really crunch time now. That's, that's how I would look at it, right? Well, yeah, I've also clearly heard the message we're working on it, but every time, um, and I, I guess SAP would have to pardon us for having sort of PTSD syndrome from dealing with them for such a long time and not really getting what expected because we've heard before, oh, okay, we, we, we are listening to you, but every time I just want to go like that meme, like, do you though? you're maybe you're listening to us are you always hearing us and are you always taking actions that are exactly expected because my concern here because we are working on it might mean oh you know what instead of 90 day trial now you get 365 days yay mission accomplished and that's not at all what was even subject of, of conversation yeah. and yeah. unfortunately it's it's been kind of a very sad pattern and um I, I want to say this is what I'm saying. It's purely just my personal opinion. It might be somewhat speculative, but many years ago we were all attacked at. I'm sure Matt, you were there too. You've heard the same message. I hope that oh, you know, we have this nice Hana. We're going to have cloud, and we are going to have pretty much um, like an app store, like Apple has, where SAP customers will be able to order any applications that they want and every developer is gonna have is gonna be able to create those applications and either make them available for free or sell them and that makes total sense to me because this allows um, SAP to focus on bigger things and instead let other developers to innovate what they call around the edges and provide those simple apps for workflow improvement and what's not so that kind of um, I think to me that makes perfect sense and that's where I thought everything was going towards. But here we are down the road several years later, and we are, if I'm honest, we're nowhere near that. Um, we don't really have developer ecosystem to create those apps. I mean, we do have developers and many of them are passionate, but I don't feel they're really getting support and tools that they need. And App Store, I, I haven't really seen it. I've heard some comments that it's not really great. I'm not sure if it's even functional. At least I haven't heard personally of any SAP customer going and buying an app somewhere. I, I just mm. I just don't hear that. So what, what happened there? What happened in between? The only thing I can see for myself, it's just a rotation of people 
Mm. Uh, because I've noticed um, everything's changed since whatever happened to Bjorn Gorkazer. I don't know what political issues occurred, but I also can see clearly, even as an outsider, that many changes that are not really great that kind of coincided with that chronologically. Um, SAP Mentors program was affected as well. SAP community, everything, the whole ecosystem, I would say, was affected by whatever, you know, tectonic shift was happening in politics. And as a result, we're here again talking about this um, more than a decade later than then originally started conversation. Well, my takeaway from what Yelena said is, is the focus. I think that's, that, that's how I would summarize it on my end. And, and yes, many people changed, but for one, uh, and just to put this out there, I think that the current combination that they have is, is, is a powerful one and, and, and they all know each other well and they respect each other. So they have, yeah, in other terms, they have no excuses because if the three of them primarily uh, including there and, 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 and the rest of the board can't figure it out now, then I don't know what but it's clearly on focus. Um, and, and the mindset that you mentioned, it's all there. Um, I know those people, it's there. It's just the portfolio is so big and there's so much that they want to do that sometimes I think, yeah, they're, they're missing somewhat the focus on what are the, the top strategic things that they need to get done finally right the right way, right? And, and yeah, and on the developer topic on this, Adoption topic. I, I still think there's there's room uh, uh, to improve. So, okay, so you're talking about Christian, Jürgen, and um, yeah. Thomas, yeah, yeah, right. exactly. Uh, and for the most part, uh, and and like I said, I don't want to rule uh, there out. And and and, and is still there, and and they got this new hire, which I find interesting as well. But uh, uh, for Microsoft, who is that? Um, what's the name again? Sabine Bendik, I believe. She she came from Microsoft and is now being appointed to the executive board as the, the chief uh, HR person and po possibly COO going forward. Um, so I, I find that very interesting because that goes into this whole partnering angle, right? Where I see, yeah, Microsoft has, has pretty much uh, that part of the business. So maybe she can help uh, put that into context at SAP. But the three of them, they know each other well. Um, and again, if you look at Cloud Platform, it's part of Jürgen's responsibility as his business technology platform. Uh, but both Klein and Sour Essex were on record always big, big supporters of this. So they, they, they should be able to work this out. The three look, I, uh, yeah, I mean, um... When I, I uh, let me see, uh, Christian first asked to meet me, which came completely out of the blue, funny enough, um, at the last TechEd. Mm -hmm. did we, we, we did go to TechEd last year, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> last year we did. We I, met. I'm getting too old. Remember? I'm, hey, I'm, two different ones. <laughs> we took you out. <laughs> Remember oh, the meat yeah, place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Meat place in Spain, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I'm getting so bloody old. I just can't remember. It's fine. Yeah. It's, um, that was all pre-COVID, right? So it's a it's yeah, yeah. life. Yeah. So, so Christian had asked to meet with me, um, which came completely out of the blue. 
and I duly did sit down with him. We've had a number of conversations since, and just before the British lockdown, we met in, uh, in London. And um, it was all about priorities. I said, well, look, I mean, I've got, I, I, have a, I have an agenda, but it's got to start with the developers. Surely it's got to start with the developers. And he told me at the time, he said, you know, he said, they, they are top of mind for me. I said, well, you've got to do something for these people because I can tell you that Salesforce with Trailhead's killing you. They're killing you. And Trailhead is the number one topic for that company. Guess what? They're doing well, right? Um, you know, you, you're hemorrhaging. You're hemorrhaging people. You're losing people. You know, you can't afford to. You you've got to attract people. What are you going to do about that? He said, "Yeah." He said, "I know it's top of mind, but here we are, six months. Where are we? Six months later, still, we have issues." I'm already here. I think it's ticket season now. Well, would we're not be. Well, we're not going to have ticket, are we? Not, 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 a, not a real world one, yeah. Okay, Elena, in an ideal world, what, what do you want? What do you want them to do? Because this, everything, what, what I find interesting about this conversation at the moment is, is, is it's not just licensing now, it's opened up into something rather more. I mean, you've talked about Learning Hub, for example. Yeah? Um, Tobias has talked about a whole range of things which are fascinating in its own right. But I mean, you're at the front end. What, what do you want? Well, I guess fundamentally, um development advocacy and evangelism and in general just development community um, SAP should stop treating this as a cost center and it's been going on for a while the same thing was happening with the mentors as well we were always reprimanded oh you know we need to show our value somehow but it was almost no cost to SAP. They had brilliant people who were spending their personal time for free. I, I cannot imagine any other company having the same luxury, actually. But it was just essentially kind of squandered, in my view. And I don't see it improving over the recent years, even though, um, yes, there is, there is like developer.sap.com. And I know that Thomas has been moved to development kind of advocacy space which is which is great but i feel again there are great people they are not really getting the support they need and that probably includes funding as well because you can support with words however you want but unless you have a budget nothing's going to happen i think sap needs to recognize the values that developer community is bringing for them and if we can help in, in any way to understand this well, you feel we've been doing this already a lot, but if we can do even more, I am more than willing to. Um, but as a kind of program minimum, uh, SAP should start with really addressing this uh, SAP cloud platform licensing and development access and um, being able to scale from just a, just, a, just a test, just a first idea, to productive use and to potentially a lot of productive use. Um, so that's, yeah. Yeah, what, what frightens me is, is this. We three are having this conversation. We've, how long have we known each other? At least eight, nine, 10 years, yeah? Yeah. People like Tobias. I, d I don't wanna name them all because y y you know how the name and blame game works. What terrifies me? Where are the new people? Where are they? Where are any of them? I don't know any of them. I haven't seen any of them. I haven't seen any relatively 
new young person coming up who's interesting and innovative? I mean, where are they? Do they exist? I don't know. Do they exist for you, Matt? Um, you if, mean, if you've, if you've well, got to think about it, then they don't. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was just trying to, I mean, internal, external. I think that's the type of, yeah. But if, if you ask me, um, if I'm looking at this broader B2C influencer space and what is possible, you know, how much attention you can generate for brands, then yes, I, I don't see any of this happening in the space. But I'm also, I mean, I'm not only focusing on SAP these days, so I don't see a lot of, Kelsey Hightower from Google Cloud uh, is uh, Kubernetes uh, ecosystem is probably the, the loudest voice at the moment that I see out that it's something, it's a, but not on the SAP side, there's nobody. It's, like I said, it's the, I don't wanna be negative, the old guards, the veterans, the Tom Young, Rich Heilman, DJ Adams, I'm sorry I'm dropping names, but in a positive way. Those are the ones that are running the show on behalf of SAP. Um, but the mentor program, I, I lost a little bit the connection there, but um, yeah, it's, uh, I'm, I'm, I don't see the same scale of heavy hitters that, that attracted me to the program when I joined, right? Then let me put it this way. It's, okay. Yeah, I, I agree completely with that. And it's been an issue for a while. I've, I've been active around the SAP community, probably not that much lately anymore, but I've always kind of kept watch on um, new people, newcomers, if there was maybe some person that needed a little push, maybe a little encouragement. Uh, so I kind of tended to watch out for that and I just stopped seeing new faces. And just like Matt, yeah, we all know those people. You could wake me up in the middle of the night, I could uh, name you 10, prominent community members, but uh, these days, name anyone who is, you know, I'm turning 50 <laughs> next week. Yeah. Name anyone who is younger than 40, who, who is active in SAP community. May, maybe if you try really hard, you can maybe remember one or two, if you start, if you go search, but uh, really don't. And I think that's where SAP also dropped the ball because they um, us, our generation, we are used to dealing with SAP. We are used to taking their crap, excuse me, French. Um, we are used to that. So we have low expectations. We are kind of, we are used to this relationship. Newcomers, they're not going to take that. They're they are not interested in setting five different accounts, you know, waiting for account executive to approve something. They're expecting results and they have, um, and Salesforce is a great, great example. I've, I've heard this from many, many people. So they have different expectations. They have different things to compare to. We have, we had nothing. We started, there was nothing. So we were really grateful for what we had, but it's, it's not the same situation anymore. Things change. I, it, I remember when they set Trailhead up, right? I was, I was talking to a colleague of mine. I said, again, it's one of those things. How many years ago was it? And I remember talking to the person who was leading the communications efforts. Um, we were on the rooftop of a, a hotel. We were at Dreamforce. And um, she was very, very excited about this. She said, hey, we, we're launching this thing for developers called, called Trailhead. We're going to smash it. You know, we're going to have this, um, what did Finran call it? The wolf, wolf something or other? I don't know. Wolfpack? Yeah. He wolfpack. said, we, we're going to have this wolf pack." And I just looked at her and I laughed. I said, Stacy, get in line. SAB's done this already. Yeah, forget about it. Was I wrong? 
or was I completely <laughs> wrong, right? Well, they've crushed they've it. done it and undone it. They've, they've crushed it, man. They've crushed it. And, and again, I was talking to a colleague of mine earlier today, and he said, oh, yeah, he said, that whole trail thing, head thing, he said, that's front and center. It's, that's their number one thing that they're going after, right? Oh, and by the way, they're, they're, they've just announced that they're hiring 20,000 more people. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. So, okay. We need the developer license issue to be solved once and for all, and for all time, one would hope, wouldn't we? <laughs> What else do we want? Come on, we, we, we may as well give them a shopping list. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, well, if this is like kind of design thinking session where we can just uh, throw things around. No, I mean, if, if, if I may, if you bring up uh, the competition as an example, for me, it just does, doesn't add up. So I see a lot of positive things happening on the open SAP online courses. But again, if, where would I run those as a developer? I would probably run 90% of the technical stuff on the business technology platform all coming together on cloud platform. So let, let, let's assume I'm really, I, I wanna learn it all, UX, I don't know, microservices, integration, HANA. So I'm, I'm spending a lot of time to educate myself on those courses but every 30 days you're resetting my environment and I'm losing all the stuff or I have to manually save it. You know, it's, it's, I'm not saying we're not, we're not lacking big chunks. There's a very valuable online education. There's a lot of great tooling, but it's, yeah, it's not uh, this, the seamless experience that you described that would make it like a really smooth journey. So for me, it's not like, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely there. <laughs> to do it it's uh, um it's just it, it misses the focus that's what i would say and and and, and that's what i is my key takeaway from what elena said earlier it's, it's the focus yeah okay i'm probably i'm probably understating this but technically speaking are there any good reasons why the things that you guys are after um might take months or years to to solve Technically speaking? I don't think from technology standpoint, there are really any deterrents at this time. And uh, as we've been talking about this, people have been bringing up other companies and obviously Amazon, IBM, Google, they all have uh, similar challenges, but they're somehow solving it. So technology exists. It's not like it's, it's impossible. And even SAP, they have their great um, that cloud application library is good. They have ABAP trial, which is um, somewhat, uh, somewhat working uh, for most part, at least it's available and uh, at least I was able to get it to work. But the same, same needs to happen with, with all the technologies, the whole thing. People want to learn Fiori, they want to learn S4HANA. I, I, I've heard so many, so many really passionate, really interested people come in and say, okay, how can I, how can I get access to S4HANA system? I'm still working with ECC. How can I get S4? And I like, I have no idea. It's the only thing I can suggest you go to maybe to cloud and maybe you pay, it's, it's pretty steep price too. It's about hundred euros. Um, but, but even with that, I felt people were not really kind of into that. So it needs to be really, simpler and um it sh there should be there should be a way to to provide 
sandbox environment for, for the whole technology stack. I should be able to create a service, create a front end for it, uh, integrate it with the system, etc. I need to be able to do the whole thing, not just not just our trial, which is just, let's say, pretty limited for some other pieces. Um, that's, that's what, and again, we are coming back to integration uh, because it's such a concern for customers. It is a concern for developers as well. We want to see how we can integrate, but we cannot do that because even, even for money, we do not have a single really environment, at least not that I'm aware of, where we can uh, test integration scenarios. Cool. Matt? Yeah, my answer to this is pretty, pretty old. It's never, technology is never the problem that I see. It's, uh, it's people and technology. And at the moment, culture eats strategy for breakfast. So it's really about, yeah, making it understandable to, to the entire business that this is not nice to have, or as Yelena said, it's not a cost center. If, if, you, if you measure it on that front, you, you will never make good progress. You need to accept it, that it's the only tangible way to reach your broader, your broader platform play. And, and, and the platform, if it's, I've said this also during my active time at SAP, but platform is just an enabler. It's a multiplier. It's, it's and to a certain extent, the catalyst for a lot of other things, right? But it, it, having a platform that needs to have financial success in its own right, without having a proper fair share of the applications is built on top is just nonsense because it doesn't add up. A, a platform needs to be there. It needs to cover itself from a cost perspective and enable cross-sell, upsell, a whole economy, like a whole, you know, it's all connected. The store, the partners, the developers, in order to make this broader platform play at SAP successful, you need to focus and think it through end to end. And, and, and that's, that's what I would say. And that's the missing thing. If you look at it from the say, technology, business, pricing, then, then yeah, it, it, it won't come together as a whole. It's, I don't know if that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, do you believe that they're thinking that way? I, I think, I honestly, from how I got to know some of the people that we're talking to at the management, I would say, yes, I think they're thinking about it. It's just, it's, it, it's, it's, they need to finally stop reshuffling internally and setting their mind and, and marching. I think, like I said, I think it, the time is running short now and, and, and Christian and, and the rest of the team really has to, to show progress on the integration side because that was very vocal for, for years now. But the, the best way to cover this is also to get some, yeah, developers helping to ease the pain. APIs, I mean, the, everything that they said about, you know, SAP Graph and, and the API Business Hub and, and, and allowing the developers to connect the intelligent suite of SaaS application that surrounds their digital core. That is where they need to show progress. And then as Yelena said, if, if I don't have a, a demo systems where I can connect against EDIS data, Ariba stuff, Concur stuff, how can I'm supposed to build this together? How do you create the developer skill set on a larger scale that not just know one application, but know how to connect this? 
I mean, it's that's the game. I, well, I, I just want to yeah, stress again what, what Matt just said about the timing. Um, it's technology has accelerated a lot and it's not the right time right now to sit on something and say, oh, okay, let's wait, we're gonna deliver this at net, next TechEd or Sapphire or something. Um, just stop doing that. If, if there is anything, if there is truly something going on, if SAP is truly on it, they really need to get on it right now and start announcing things and start moving things without waiting for the next fiscal quarter or whatever, and I don't know, anyone has been waiting on. And it's funny because when, when SAP tries to sell their um, S4 HANA systems, let's say to the customers, they're saying, oh, we see that customers need help building business case. When take that and help yourself to build business case for developer support for this type of advocacy and for providing test systems, use that and build a business case. I don't know how, but apparently if they want customers to do that somehow for their products, then SAP should be able themselves to um, somehow es estimate what value would be for, from this effort. It's not as though they're short of assets, is it? I mean, the fact that we're talking about it, you know, some might say wasting our time. I see it as an investment, personally. And the fact that I know that there are people that are, are common to, the, to all of us here who are incredibly interested in, and still passionate about this and still want to move forward, they've got assets here. That's, yeah, I, I, I'm yeah. definitely, yeah, I'm very interested in creating next, uh, you know, SAP Angry Birds and just retiring. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. So just... <laughs> No, I, I would like to point it out there. And this is the one thing that, you know, we all have in common. We're all part of the SAP mentors. We're all alumni. And we all have a vested interest in SAP's long-term success. I mean, that's why we're having those conversations. I mean... We're all in one shape or form affiliated with SAP um, and, and we want them to do good. And that's why we're bringing those things up. Um, so, Yeah, people think I'm sad because I still have a bit of a soft spot for the company. <laughs> but it's the developer community. It's people like yourselves where, you know, developed relationships over a long, long period of time. Um, and there's, there's still good relationships. I mean, Elena, you and I have only ever met once. That was at a tech. Yes. Yes, it's so far. But, but we we know each other, Matt. You and I, mm. we we had we had some fearsome rows, but <laughs> yeah. but we're we're in those kind of relationships, and and I think that this is this is something which SAP should consider to be precious, and that it has to hold to itself because without that, none of this matters, does it? Look. I think Bill summarized it well. He said, people do business with people they trust or, or, or trust is the ultimate currency. I think this is how he put it, yeah. right? And, and I think it's a matter of trust. A lot of companies and individuals have put a lot of trust into SAP, trusting with their mission critical business yeah. processes, trusting their careers on it and, and, and so much. Show. And it's just, yeah, if, if, think about it in real life if somebody promises you something promise you something promise you something it doesn't you know live up to this then yeah uh, trust is you know diminished if, if you really rely on trust you gotta show proof points and i think that's that's how i would put it it's just yeah um 
we were on a, such a good track record. Uh, there was definitely process on, on those topics uh, and we, we can't let them take a backseat because they're all connected to the larger game at play. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Last word, Yelena, because, well, I'm not running out of time, but I think we've exhausted this mm -hmm. one, to be honest. Yeah. Last word for you, Yelena. Are you going to build Angry Birds then for SAP or something? Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, I, so SAP, please uh, let me retire early. I've, I've been, I've did, I did my time in the SAP ecosystem. <laughs> Hopefully repaid whatever, you know, free SAP tickets I've been given. Um, so yes, please take this seriously. It's not just uh, some random ranting from a couple of veterans. There are a lot of passionate people and it's really sad to me to see that they're not being heard. Thank you.